Welcome to the Beauties Podcast, where we talk about everything you need to know about women's sports. From the grassroots to the pros, we got it all. Today on the show, we talk about week two in the Olympics, a thank you to the PWHPA, and a surprise NASCAR announcement. Here are your hosts, Addie and Cowie. Episode 12, we are underway. And it's Valentine's Day. Oh, my gosh. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, thanks, buddy. We both left our wives at home <laughs> and decided to hang out with each other, which got, is cool. Do you got plans tonight? <laughs> I know. And mine actually did ask, do you have plans? Or, or can we go for supper? And I said, well, no. I'm yeah. recording with Addie. Recording night. Yeah. Beauty's night. Yeah, no. So for everyone <laughs> who's just joining us today, happy Valentine's Day. We know we're going to be a day late for you, but hopefully mm-hmm. you enjoyed your day. Thanks for coming back. Um, little plug of ourselves that we never do off the top, but you can find us on a lot of places, mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Beauty Sports Talk. Twitter. At underscore Beauty Sports. Love it. Voicemail at speakpipe.com slash beauty sports. And anywhere you find your podcast, which is where you found us today. Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in again. Welcome. If you are new, we appreciate you being here. Um, this is, uh. We've got a bunch of kind of fun little facts going on today with the Olympics, you. and I'm all about Twitter nowadays, you know? <laughs> I'm all about Twitter. From zero to and hero on the Twitter. Yeah, legit. That's all, that's the truth right there. And I've got my my Timmy's straight yeah. black. Straight really? black. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. you chew your coffee, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I need it that way. Survival. Survival I know. Addie, Addie has come over before and asked, like, hey, Cowie, can I have a coffee? And I'm like, dude, we don't even have a coffee maker in our house. <laughs> we don't drink it. So yeah. you gotta, you have to stop on your way here. Yeah, you can have one if you bring the coffee maker yeah. and the and the coffee and the and the cup. Yeah, man. We got you cups. Can have we got oh, cups. you got cups. Oh, yeah, I guess it's true. You right. got cups. <laughs> we do live here. We do consume liquid. This is, we this do is have my cups. house. Yeah. <laughs> this is my house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we've got... Uh, that's the one thing that when I was going through this week and I was looking for everything that, you know, we we generally talk about, mm-hmm. it kind of kept on being like, you know, we talked a lot last week about like the sponsorship and the money that's being flooded back into women's sports. And this one caught my eye. Bush light. We've had a couple <laughs> bush light in our day. I've had too many. <laughs> a couple too many. Um, $10 million commitment over three years for... Um, female drivers in NASCAR. Yeah, that when you told me that, that's wild. I we actually the company that I work for sponsors some uh, drivers, one male, one female. Whoa! But <clears throat> yeah, Bush Light man. I used to back in the penny pinching days. Oh yeah, it was not a bad option. Uni- university was right. Bush Light all Ooh. the way. <laughs> it's like worse than a wine hangover. Oh, it's. It's a it's a doozy, yeah, but let's not. We could go down a rabbit hole of some bush light <laughs> stories, but um, but, but great, that's super cool, yeah, right? I love like that. I thought that that was a really cool way to start the show today because it, when you think about like the the growth, like the seventy dollar of oh, seventy dollar <laughs> seventy five million dollar commitment to the WNBA, the twenty five million dollar commitment to the PHF, all these, and now ten million dollars to. NASCAR female drivers like that that to me shows that there's a whole other side of that industry that mm-hmm. is going to just skyrocket because sure. what it was Danica Patrick who was like the mm-hmm. 
dynamite, yep. unbelievable driver for so long. And she was such a, well, she was the pioneer. She was the well, first one. Right? Yeah. Well, she's, well, as far as I know, but right? I'm also less expert on, I will be honest, on all things driving. Yeah. Like now, now we have to watch NASCAR. <laughs> now we have to watch NASCAR. I have some buddies who, who are big into that. And, you know, going to the Indianapolis 500 and all these things. And it's like, I feel like it does. It's one of those things that I, I mean, I can find earplugs and watch cars drive in a circle all day. That's cool. But I think it's for like the tailgate, which oh, we can do that. Yeah, anywhere. we could do Doesn't that. Matter if I, that's- I would, ag- I would agree with you in that. It's a lot of the atmosphere yeah. of what it is because it's, it's an insane amount of people that go. Wild. Like 200,000 people? Like you can't talk to your bud. You're not like chit-chatting throughout no. the race. All you're doing is listening to the hum of cars. So yeah. like we'd have to take mics and ear things to hear each other. Well, exactly. So I was like, this is this just opens up a whole other realm of, you know, things that, it, well, you know, we got more drivers because it's not just one driver that's getting $10 million. I was going to ask you that. It's going they, to be numerous drivers. Did they say how they they're going to split it? They didn't. It didn't get into like the Maybe specifics of it. Yeah. I think it's just like Bush Lights tossing out some cash money some and here we go, which I'm all about. Specifically, which is awesome. Which I am all about. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool to see. And even, even just, sorry, my head just went to a completely different place, but like with Pioneers with Danica Patrick and stuff. And then you've got somebody like Billie Jean King mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. This is a left field. Right? Yeah. That's where I was like, my head went to a completely different place. But the coin toss for the yeah. Super Bowl was Billie Jean King. I'm like, there's some, there's a feel of like bringing old school, like female the legacy, athletes, the legacy right? people back in. Like, Yeah, I agree. I think- that's it. That's a really interesting point because that is there is a lot of momentum in women. Not I'm not even in women's sports in supporting women in sports right now. Right, right. There's everyone's catching the news of when you have a woman who's broken into a historically male role. Yeah, like we're seeing that more and more. That's a really good example at the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's a lot of momentum, and I think that's a great place to start is in this legacy because you think of the fans or the fans with money right now mm-hmm. are that age. Like, let's bring back that one story they know about oh, yeah. or let's, you know, take this foundation that in some ways in the next generation of fans, the ones who are watching the Olympics right now don't yeah. know, Yeah, but the money exists with the people of those legacy supporters, right? Yeah, absolutely. So... Like even listening to um, the business case for women's sports, the podcast with Caroline Fitzgerald, she um, she talks about this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. She talks about like the investment back into women's sports. She did a whole thing with the founder of Zoomf, who yeah. literally was able to essentially say like people are getting women like female athletes at a discount right now because oh. somebody like Simone Biles puts out a tweet and it's worth millions, millions of dollars. And then she even tweets last night about how Michelob Ultra. I had two of those for lunch today. (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) Just a quick segue there. Um, That's so funny. If that was a joke, that'd be more funny funny. than it's real. (laughs) But it's legit. Um, They aired a commercial um, with all these legend and they were like named Serena Williams, the goat of tennis. Like, 
in the like what's bigger than Super Bowl commercials? Oh like, boy, not and, much. And so Michelob Ultra in that time went and plugged Serena Williams and all these absolute legends, Billie Jean King doing the coin toss. For me, there's this really big push for meshing and Mm -hmm. like equality. Like it's super cool. Like I, I was pretty pumped to see all this stuff. Yeah, totally. That's really good. And I'm like, there's not really a bigger sports stage than the Super Bowl. No. I love that. Yeah. No, it was, there was a, a lot of really cool things. And yeah, Caroline Fitzgerald runs an incredible podcast for anybody that's into all of that kind of stuff, the business case for women's sports. And it's all just about people that have either committed to the investment of women's sports or why they should. And mm-hmm. she brings on some incredible guests. So yeah, check it out because it's it's awesome. And then like another big headline, because it just kept going and going, with the Olympics, Hillary Knight ties Jenny Potter and Angelo Giro for the most Olympic games played in Team USA history. Yeah, what did you say? 21, right? 21. 21 games. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but again, we've talked about this. The Olympics yep. happen every four years, yep. and you play a handful, you know, five, six at most. Yeah, because we were talking about it with uh, Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird. Right, right, right. Where it's like, oh, yeah, no, they're yeah, just in sounds their fifth like a- Olympics. It's like, yeah, that's wait 20 a, years. Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's two decades. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right? It skews your vision of what that actually means. So, yeah, that's amazing. Congrats to Hillary Knight. Yeah. And uh, so we're gearing up for a pretty big game, too. Like, uh, Hockey Canada has is undefeated. USA undefeated. There's been... Mm, they have a defeat. They both can't be undefeated in the same pool, my friend. That's right. They both can't be undefeated oh, in yeah, the same yeah, pool. No, for, uh, yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, but so they're going to be playing against each other, obviously, in the yep. gold medal in the Olympics, the biggest game of the year. And I was just thinking today, like, obviously they play hockey throughout the four years, but could you imagine, like, you're you're not trying to have or think about that pressure of that moment, but... You've been, you've been training, you've been doing skill sessions, you've been working out for four years for this one game. I know. I know. And it's also why, remember you always hear you win the gold, you lose the silver. Like why it is so soul crushing in those games. The rivalry is to me one of the best in all of sports. I agree. I and agree. that, and I hate to say this out loud, but that's, it's always scary to me when they went in the round Robin. Oh yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, because it's, you know, you want to, you want to win in the round Robin and then you want to win in the gold game. Yeah. But man, you want to talk about fire in the belly after giving up what I would call, uh, really an upset win in the Canada U S game. Yeah. Where the U S came out absolute guns blazing yeah canada survived in the first half of the game yeah in the first 20 minutes yeah i was on the edge of my seat right i'm like this is it and it's gonna get bad yeah this is where we turn and then there's something that just happens in 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 team canada where it's just like 
Thursday, just flick a switch or something. Because it would the first 20 minutes of that game, they USA dominated. Absolutely. Absolutely dominated. Yeah. There's no question about yeah. it. And then Team Canada. Jenner. It's like they've got these core that just put the team on their back. Yeah. And yeah. then, okay, so I, I got a question for you. Did MPP deserve a penalty shot? So, very interesting. I went back and I watched it. I I I think it's because she got she did get her right in the middies. She yeah, did get no, her I agree. right in the middies. I agree. But was she in a in a shooting motion? Like was she in a shooting motion? That's the questionable part. And then where she still maintained possession and got us shot off. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was just like, whoa, that's a I mean that, that would, referee has got some kahunas to just be confident in that call. Because right. I'm sure if I was on Team USA, I'd have been losing my mind. Oh, yeah. And that and that was a generating. That's when the ice tilted in the other direction. Thousand percent. That's when the ice tilted. So Thousand percent. that's like, you're right. I, I went back and I watched it. I was like, she for sure gets her blade in the mix. Oh, I, I 100% agree with and you. And then she loses control of her stick. Yeah. And then regains control of her stick. And gets a shot off. And gets a shot off. So... Yeah, it was. That's like that's I, I a don't, tough one. I, I don't think Either. I'm not assuming that there is a right answer. I was just like, whoa, that's one for a debate. Because yeah, I agree. I'm happy about it because I'm naturally a, a cool. Canadian hockey fan, but can't be mad about it, right? No, and everybody likes a good old shoot. Like, and that was the first ever shootout goal in women's hockey in the Olympic history. Wow sure they said and it's then there was also another one and, a, and it's funny that it's Marie Philippe Plan who's like got every records yeah. like just the golden goals yeah. of all time and then in the same Olympics I feel like it was the Swiss team they said also had a penalty shot and scored so that poor girl is the second, second? <laughs> it's like never happens and then two in one Olympics we have to give it to Marie Philippe Plan yeah. first yeah and then we'll and yeah, then but we'll here's get your to, blue ribbon but for second place. <laughs> silver yeah no she she, yeah, she's got something. She is one special hockey oh, player. Man, is she ever. Yeah. And you know what? I, From what you see and what you hear from people and, you know, because there's been countless players mm-hmm. where they're good and they tell you that they're good. Yeah, everyone. You just hear that she's just like the biggest sweetheart so of humble. all time. Yeah. So humble. Like just loves Hockey Canada. And just oh, loves yeah. her teammates. And that's a really Canadian story. Yeah. You know? I agree. And I, you're right. I, that's all you ever hear is about that. And I think oh, that's also what makes her so – she's one of those people that you're just going to remember. When she yeah. retires, it's going to be a humongous loss for for our country and for women's hockey as a whole. But yeah. she It's just one of those – who she is at yeah. her core – is what makes her so special. Yeah. She, and she's also just killer at Unreal. Hockey. And that's the thing. It's like she's only 30. Like, doesn't that blow your yeah, mind? She makes me All feel All the things that she's accomplished in her life. And she I just know. had like her 30th birthday or she's turning 30. It's like, okay. <laughs> Done a couple things. Doesn't it make your like, you think about your own life and you're like, yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> cool. cool. Yep. Or, yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on now. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Um, so yeah, like I think that that's going to be uh, really a really good game because it 
Because it always is. It always is. But then one of the things, um, we were on Instagram this week and somebody, uh, Tori Spencer. Mm-hmm. I know. I love Tori. She always is. She wants to, she wants to chat tendies. She wants to <laughs> chat about the Czech goalie who absolutely stood on her head against USA. Which, yeah, well, she did that. Which, you know, like, she plays in a great club moto in Sweden. And mm-hmm. you just wonder, because there was that article that came out from that woman in Toronto that doesn't earn, need one second of airtime nope. from us. But um, who who said that the medals are cheap and whatever. But it it raises the argument of, where are where is funds and what's happening in these other countries to actually get to the point where it's not always a Canada US final? Mm-hmm. Because when we were chatting before, like sweet uh Finland, yeah, they are a better team than what they presented in yeah. this Olympics. Like they are, and any hockey fan knows that. And mm-hmm. any hockey fan knows that the best goalie in the world was left off of that roster. Yep. Yeah, we talked about that where we felt in the last, if you even want to look back at the last Olympics, it was a very different podium. Oh, yeah. And it felt like, to your point, that the tables were starting to turn where we were going to have a a more um, common four mainstays, right? In, in Canada, U.S., Sweden, and Finland, that would kind of be that top battle instead yeah. of just this Canada-U.S. rivalry. And then we come into 2022 Olympics. I'm sorry, Sweden was non-existent. Yeah. And like you say, Finland did not bring their best team. Right. Like, that is that has got to be one of the biggest highlights. I don't want to say highlight, but one of the biggest conversations we have to talk about is how did Nora Ratti not yeah. make it? To, to the Olympics there, we all know something must've happened behind the scenes mm-hmm. where there was maybe a little bit of turmoil between her and the coach. But at the point, at that point, you, she is the, in my opinion, one of like top three yeah. goalies in the world. Yep. She deserves to be there. She deserves to be there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because, like you have to put your sorry to keep interrupting because I'm just so fired up about it. It's like you have to put your ego aside. Like yeah. she was by f- she should have been there because she's there. Finland has a way different showing. Agreed. And no, no, no disrespect to the goalies that are in Finland right now, but Nora Raddy is the she's a premier goalie. Yeah. She no. needed to be there. She needed to be there. 100% needed to be there. And then, so when you talk about this uh, Czech goalie. Clara uh, Peslarova. There you go. Um, that plays in Moto in Sweden, four goals on 59 shots. And then you have, you know, Switzerland turn around and get three goals on Canada. Canada yeah. You know, like there, there is talent out there. And it's like, as soon as we. Yeah, these countries need to invest at the same level. Right. To promote that, right? Yeah, because there are Canadian players that are in moto um, mm-hmm. that are playing, you know, that we know from here, Erica Reeder, JC Magwood, 
these players are going over there and they are training like pro athletes. They are doing those things, but that's yep. a club team. That's not a that's not an international program. That's a club team yep. who has a very successful men's program associated with it in Moto Sweden. So it's like we there's a miss somewhere. There's a it's exactly right. There's a yeah. miss somewhere in these international programs where somebody like like Nora being left off of Finland would be like us not taking Sydney Crosby. You're right, though. When you look at it as like a a, um, a national icon. Oh, 100%. Sorry, Mary Philip Poulin. Yeah. I don't like your, I didn't yeah, like Troy the way Ryan you were responding. doesn't like it today, yeah. so we're not taking We're not going to take you. It doesn't make any sense. It, it's truly. But also as the federate, like as your governing body from Hockey Finland or whatever they call themselves, like at what point does someone step in and say, mm, Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the coach should go. That's a miss. Yeah, I don't know. No, for sure. We could, I could go on for days about that because that just is is absolutely crazy to me. So it's um it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch the final of the Olympics here. Lots of moving parts um in the Olympics, so much that we can get into. But those okay. Big air skiing, like like skiing mm-hmm. big air. Yeah. They go so high. And that's very ignorant <laughs> of me to say because obviously it's called big air. Yeah. When you watch and then they do the camera angle where you can't see anything underneath and it's just them in the sky. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I I think, you know, what needs to be on our list is X Games sometime. Oh, totally. Because last week, this I just had deja vu of the <laughs> ski jumping. <laughs> Because you were like, they go so far. So and this week you're like, they go so high. It's like, <laughs> yeah, bud, that's the point. Just No, I thought I love, I love the, because you're absolutely fearless. You, the, when you're that high and you're thinking about the amount of control you have to have. And they look out of control. And they're spinning five times in the air, whatever it is. They just look like, oh, you're just like a top in the air. And then all of a sudden they land. It's wild. Yeah. It's crazy. So the Olympics has been very cool. How about Chloe Kim repeating in the Olympics for the gold for the USA? Unbelievable. And 2018, she was the youngest female to win the half pipe. Unbelievable. And then, like, not only defended it, but, like, crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, no question, no question. And then got on a plane. I like I follow her on Instagram. Got on a plane and it was like peace out Beijing. And then the next thing on her story was like, "What up Super Bowl?" Come on, yeah. I was like, I want your life. Yeah, <laughs> come on. But also, she's probably. I mean, that maybe worked in her favor of the time change or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I just guess. lived it up at the Super Bowl. Wow, good for her. Well, she deserves it because she absolutely oh, crushed God, that. She was wildly good. It was insane. But like, speaking of that, the LPGA, like yeah. with all these women living all these f- cool lives, like yeah. Nelly Corda's chartering a jet to go to a bachelorette party and stuff. I saw. I was like, okay, <laughs> they get a week off, and the we, ladies are hitting the town. Yeah. Okay, I mean, we, we went I love and it. floated the river. And- <laughs> Red Lake and drank a bunch of beers or what's it called? Not Red Lake. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Red River Falls. 
Red. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. We all have a caravan in our campers and slum <laughs> in the tents and float the at that point barely flowing river. Right. <laughs> Just throw the beer cans to shore and collect them later. Jeez. Yeah. It's uh that's that's a good time though. That was a very well, good time. Was, yeah. Because even with the the long break that's happened, the LPGA is taking a break. They're not back mm-hmm. till March 3rd in Singapore for the yeah. HSBC Women's World Championship. Um, they announced the captains for the Solheim Cup already. For- yeah, which, that is wildly early. It's it's early, but I'm so excited about who they picked. And you also are just in general excited about the Solheim Cup. I know you love it. It's it's If there was one event... You'd pick that. I'd pick that one. I want to go to the Solheim Cup so bad. And it's in Spain. Yeah. So we could ask Tara and Ash for for (laughs) tickets. Yeah. That's where. We got two. No, we got a Christmas and a birthday each. Yeah. To Spain. Yeah. So pool your money and send (laughs) us to Spain (laughs) for the Solheim Cup. We know what we want. Yeah. You can use (laughs) my buddy pass at WestJet. (laughs) (laughs) Save you two girls some coin. Yeah. And... So Team USA has picked Stacy Lewis as team captain yeah. and Team Europe, Suzanne Pedersen. And the th- the cool part about this, like it's in Spain, September 18th to 24th in 2023. So it's a, a long, long ways away. away. So yeah. yeah, it is, it is, you know, premature a little bit, but it's, I think, it does though set the stage of like I that's exactly what I was yeah. gonna say when. Everybody, when they found out Stacey Lewis was chosen, mm-hmm. it was everywhere. Everybody was so jacked about it. They're like, nobody deserves it more. I agree. I think with this little break that they have, yeah, that now they've announced it. Yeah. Now moving forward, everybody is going to be thinking about it. Like, Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Everyone's sure. going to be wanting yeah. to try to get their spot. Everyone's going to be trying. Like, I think it's, I, I think it feels a little bit early, but. It's going to come faster than what we think, and it's, oh, yeah. Well, it's already Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Honest to God, though, I feel like it was just New Year's, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoops, forgot the flowers. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. September 2023 will be here fast. Yeah. So, um, little break. They're back um, in Singapore. Yeah, March 3. March 3, 1.7 million purse. I'm I'm digging the amount of money that's cruising around women's sports right now. Loving I it. love it. Loving it. I love that every time we get on, we talk about somebody in the millions or, you I know, know. I, I think it's so cool. Um, And so it's going to be, I'm so pumped for Stacey Lewis. It's crazy. <laughs> I love it. Add I love it. to the favorites list. <laughs> Courtney Vandersloot. What a segue because it's... Unofficially it, official. It's unofficially official. Thanks to. Oh my God. My new favorite person on Twitter, <laughs> Christina Williams. I know, um, Addie's insider. The insider. I look for what she posts every single day. Yeah. She is. And the thing with her is that her audience is so into it. And I get it because I'm one of them now. Because she posted like a little, uh, like a teacup. I'm like, tea's coming. And the comments were like, boom, 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 boom. What do you know? What do you know? What do you know? Don't do this to me. And I was like, 
on the other side of it, I'm like, Christina, don't do this to me. I need to know because you know she's got all the information. Yeah. So if you don't follow uh, Christina Williams on Twitter, please do so. She has everything with the WNBA um, at Christina, I think her handle is. So she's got everything. But unofficially official, she said that, you know, Quigs and Sloot are going to go back to I, yeah. Chicago. We will be sitting courtside Chicago next year at some point. Okay. I, I need it. I need it for my soul. Okay, but now we got to start prioritizing here. So what's on your li- what's higher on your list? Solheim Cup. Well, that's twenty twenty three. I was just gonna say I'm gonna play yeah. the tech. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna play the card. Twenty twenty two Chicago Sky game. Okay, I'm into it. Solheim Cup ripping off to Spain. <laughs> you the oh man when you posted it on Instagram that you were smiling from ear to ear with that oh. picture, I was dying <laughs> laughing. Like, of course, you actually, like, you, we, sh- here, cheers. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I, I am. You're jacked about it. I'm jacked about be. it. I think that, I think it's what Chicago needs for next season. Yeah. I think that with Diamond to Shields leaving, it, if they didn't get, if they didn't get Diamond to Shields back and Allie Quigley and Courtney Vandersloot, yeah. That team would look so different. They've already lost Stephanie Dolson. Yeah. I just I just didn't think that they could handle any more. <laughs> Dolson's gone. The shield is the gone. Compassion. I can't handle it. The I can't do it. Can't, handle can't do this to loss. Candace. <laughs> I can't do this to Candace. Okay, there. There. Right? You're justifying it now. Yeah. So Christina Williams keeps me up to date on Twitter. So right. she she had that up today, which was very very nice to see. Very happy with the WNBA season starting on May 6th. One of the cool things that um, I also did see, because everybody knew that Brianna Stewart was a um, on UFA, yeah. free agent. Um, they did like this whole story on her and her family. It was this really cool video online. Okay. And it's her and her wife and her daughter walking around the stadium. Cool. And, uh, or the arena. And there's pictures of her with, and she she just looks at the camera and she's like, Seattle's my home. Like, yeah. I was never going anywhere. My family yeah. was, my daughter You're was born there, here. Right? I'm, yeah. This is where my family is. And I thought that that was a really cool, like, connecting piece for them to do is to show that, like, it's starting to get to the point where, like, Brianna Stewart is going to be the GM. Of the Seattle Storm when she's yeah. done. Like, you know how, like, when uh, Steve Eiserman is my favorite yeah. and yeah. Uh, NHL player. So when Stevie Y was done, yeah. it was like Stevie Y was the heart and soul of Detroit. Yep. Yeah. So now yeah. he's the he's in Tampa now, but he was back in the back office. Like, I feel like that, that respect is starting to be built in these franchises. Yeah. And with her walking around with her wife, walking around with her kid, I was like, that tug on the heartstrings a little bit. Sure. I was like, that's a that's a great move by Seattle. For Very sure. cool. For sure. Yeah. Very we've, cool. We've talked about that too, right? How we're getting to a point and that which is the best part mm-hmm. is that some of these leagues have been around long enough that you're growing it. You're I don't know, that sounds weird to say growing it, but you're literally growing these athletes into your organizations. Yep. We've been around long enough that you're you're probably not wrong. That some of these that are going to leave 
the leagues and retire, which is so cool. We'll stick around. Yeah. Oh, and that and that's what I think when I think about Candace Parker going to Chicago. Yeah. Right. Like sh- she's going there to be a part of Chicago Sky. I think. I think she went there. She went home, and now when she decides to retire, who knows when that is? It's going to be like, okay, no, Here, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a part of this. You Bested know, in it. Becky Hammond going back. Vegas. Yeah, very good point. You know, like this kind of this kind of feel of like you're you're getting to the point in the WNBA where you're a franchise player. For sure. You're 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 looking at players now to be your your franchise face. And I think that that's what they're doing with Brianna Stewart, obviously. Who wouldn't? They have Sue Bird there as well. Um Jewel Lloyd. Like they've got such a cool Yeah, they're group. not bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> They're going to be good. Yeah. You know, in, in yeah. Phoenix, Diana Taurasi, Griner, like, yeah. all These, this, like, big-name rosters. Yeah. You know, so cool. So cool. I, I I was pumped that they they did that for sure. So I'm excited. Yeah. May, May that's going to come up quick, too. My God. You can I know. always see them. They're all posting that they're back, getting back into the gym together and yeah. starting to train again. Like, it's going to – season's going to be here before we know it. And we can actually watch it pretty easily, which I love. Yes, very easily. Yeah. It's going to be very cool. And that is one thing that we have to give credit for for the PHF. Yeah. Getting easier to watch. Getting easier to watch. And the the one point that you made, which I thought was great, is for the PHF, they're saying now, watch here if you're in Canada. Watch yes. here if you're in the U.S. Yeah. Watch here if you're, if you're international. international. They're because actually telling people how to view. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pushing people in the direction of where they should go, which I'm like, got to make it easier. Yeah, Everything well, be- we do, we got to make it easier for people to find information about the sports. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think one of the – well, I have like jerry-rigged my way around being able to watch ESPN on my own. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, Daddy, I can watch it. But what it took is for me to have a VPN to hide my IP address to look like I'm in the U.S. and get a buddy's – direct tv login from the u.s yeah um, to be able to watch it's so like there's i mean that's it's a unique. lot you, you'd never be able to do that um so that i agree that that was really nice where it was like tsn direct tsn2 yep and espn i can't remember what they call that it's espn plus in the u.s and espn something internationally so great they do yep. a really really good job um did you watch any PHF this weekend? I watched a little bit, not yeah. a ton, yeah. but I did watch some. Utes got a W. I know. That Utes. Was, those two games, okay, so the um, Buttes played the Riveters, and it was 3-2 finals flip-flop back and forth, right? right. So Buttes won the first one, 3-2. Riveters won the second one, 3-2. Yeah. Did you see how many penalties? I think there was 25 is- penalties or something. I, I was taking a look at that the other day. Yeah, I I did was wild and it's one of the my biggest pet peeves when it comes to women's hockey is because the first 10 minutes you have to find out what your ref is like yeah are they gonna let you play the body or yeah. are they not gonna let you play the body where do we stand with you as a ref because it's always yes. so like and are you was, gonna let me hit or are you not gonna let me hit yeah that was gonna that was my part of my point too is that on the saturday game it was like 12 panel and they were pretty evenly split but 12 penalties, and I'm going to say 9 of 12 were either, like like you're saying, either body checking or roughing or cross-checking or, like, something of that. Right. Then you fast forward to Sunday's game, 
13 penalties, I think it was. Again, evenly split. No, none of them. It was all hooks and trips. And so it makes, they, they had to, I think, they changed their game based on, yep. and now you've got new referees who call an entirely different game. I agree with you. It's super frustrating to have to, like, have that temperature check every, every time you step time on you the play. Ice. And I, I could go down such a deep, deep rabbit hole with this kind of stuff because I think when you're teaching proper technique about actually playing the body, it's never truly a hit. You can complete to the boards, but then you have people that go, oh, well, just blanket statement, girls can't hit. It's totally false and we shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. Of course we can. It just can't be a hit from behind or a boarding or an open ice hit. Like, but when you're angling properly, you take the body, you hips to hands, complete to the boards and you're skating away. Nobody loses their forward motion. Yeah. What's the issue? I know. What's the issue? I always hated that term. (laughs) I always hated it. And and if you're right, if you're one of the few who, well, I I shouldn't even say it that way. I grew up playing boys hockey. And so I learned how to hit. And in learning that, which now we actually teach in hockey, how to hit. Right. In learning how to hit when I was a kid, I also learned what it looks like not to, I'm using air quotes here for those of you listening, hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's a, it, the word in itself skews it. Yeah. Agreed. And it, and it creates a line. Yeah. And that's the part that I yeah. don't like. It creates a definitive line of like, you cannot hit. Well, it's the, the hitting portion is too gray area mm-hmm. that when you get a, somebody that may not be as educated in the female game now roughing a female game and all yep. that's in their head is can't make contact can't they think make about contact. hit as make contact yeah yep. so now you've got you know even when you think about a defense protecting their dot line and then angling the player off when they're going wide yeah it's like she she has the she should be able to take her to the board yeah. like that yeah. is contact. Play that is the posi- yeah, I play know, the I, position. Yeah, I, I know. And I know. so, anyways, we don't need to go down we that because we could. Go that's what I mean. I was like, episode on that, <laughs> yeah. but it was We're interesting because segue. you had the PHF. So those two games, which was very much, I agree, this whole refing. It also it speaks to. Um, I don't want to say the caliber of those two teams that were playing, but in a way, it did. Where there was a bit of a a run around defensive zone and right. whatever. Right. And then we go on the, the opposite end of that. And we had the six playing in two games against the white caps. Right. First one was an absolute blowout six, two. And the shots were like 45 to 20. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Sunday game shots were close to the same thing, but it was a two to one, actually not bad game. Yeah. And Toronto six with the, with the, Goaltending that they have no, with the truly man, she it's gonna be hard to beat her. Yeah, she's she's in serious contention for league MVP in my she, opinion. Yeah, and she just leads no in every category she can, like by a landslide, <laughs> by a landslide. Yeah. So, um, and then you got MGM. Like for for Minnesota to be able to take a game like that six two, make the adjustments that they need to do, and then shut down those players, I think it's a super positive thing for, for Minnesota sure. heading for sure. into the playoffs. Yep, because it uh, you know you got M- Emma Woods, <laughs> who's on the score sheet all every the time. game. 
Yeah, and MGM, I think, has like a seven-point lead or something in the scoring mm-hmm. race. Like she's um, she is just absolutely lighting it on fire. Yeah, It's hard to imagine going into the Isabel Cup here coming up in a, well, let's call it a month and a half, six weeks maybe, yeah. end, end of March. It's it's so hard to imagine. I mean, those two wins for the six put them back on top. Mm-hmm. Again, there was that little discrepancy in games played, so that starts to even it out a bit more. We're between 12 and 14 right now. Right. One to two games. That's right. it. So that's huge. That's huge. And and then going into that Isabel Cup, which you and I, that's a, it's really an interesting structure. We're not going to talk too much about it, but the, the, all six teams are flying to Florida for a weekend, essentially, to crown the, the league champion of the PHF. Mm-hmm. Three versus six. No. Yep. Three versus six, Three four six. versus five. One and two get a bye to the semis. I, I you wonder to me like is that sometimes a buy isn't the best thing. No, I you sit there and wait. Have a right? couple too many mai tais on the beach. <laughs> well, hey, in Florida, that's what they I'm talking. Might be having some mai tais. So I I agree. Like you got to be thinking because as of right now, you got to think it'd be tr- like the six for sure. You well, you think, and then Connecticut and Boston. Like between those. Three teams yeah. it is going to be two of them, and I'm I'm with you. Even if you end up in like the top, so if you're if you end up in third and you're playing six, like you clearly have a, a decent chance of winning. Yeah. You you're you're on your blades, you're skating, pop right? touches. Like yeah, the the top two teams have to be really smart in that situation and how they manage that time mm-hmm. because it's really off to up to you know the team dynamic because you could need a break. But when you're going like this and you're going up, you're right. Or, yeah. So we'll see. We'll be watching. Whoa. That's I'm ex- actually that's super accessible with TSN. So yeah. No, we'll be we'll be watching for sure. Oh, but again, though, the Monday night final Monday. super weird to me. Yeah, PHF like write us. <laughs> I don't know. We don't understand you. Like yeah, you're flying down to Florida. Which, I mean, I would love to join you in Florida, for one. Super cool that they're getting to go somewhere. But also, you're kind of leaving your fan base at home, which I don't necessarily understand. Yeah. But then the, the two games Friday, day off Saturday for all the Mai Tais, Sunday semifinals, Monday night final. Strange, but we'll watch either yeah, way. Yeah, PHF. Let's, we'll, we'll chat because this is it's, – it's interesting. It's interesting because, like, normally you'd go – um, playoff series are either a yeah. best of three or a best of five. Yep. And now it's just literally bang, 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 bang. They're in Florida. Like, it's well, two games. If you're one of those two by teams, two games and you can bang, bang. be the champ. Yeah. So it's an inch. It's a, they're doing everything different. Mm-hmm. They're going yeah, for, which we know. We've, so, yeah. Cool. It's, uh, it's, it, if I'm a player and the championships in Florida, I'm not, I'm not mad about not it. Not mad about it. Oh, no. I just, uh, you're right. Like it as a fan, they just want everybody to go to Florida. I guess want everybody to go get some <laughs> yeah, mai tais. I guess so. Um, and another thing, PWHPA has announced another showcase, right? Which is fantastic. Yeah, they've got Ottawa on February 26th and 27th, which yep. takes place at Steve Eiserman Arena. Oh, whoa, Stevie Y Arena. Little heart I love eyes there that. for Ooh. Valentine's Day. And uh, and they just announced Washington. March 3rd and 6th, which is actually hosted by the, by, the, by the Capitals. That is super cool. So the thing that I really liked about this, right after the Olympics, 
Yeah, peak interest in women's hockey. Right period. after the Olympics, bang to Ottawa, bang to Washington. Yeah. Literally back to back to back. You wonder what uh, those rosters are going to look like coming mm-hmm. out of the Olympics, eh? Yeah. That's going to be very interesting to see where everybody goes. Because it's by region, right? So Yeah, and also depending- what happens to the players that are there right now. Yeah. Oh, great point. Great. More teams. Yeah, let's do so that. Let's, just, let's go that answer. road. More teams. Yeah. More teams. So that'll be. Let's yachty I thought this. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that's your so true. That's so true. Let's just go. keep going. But I, I love that you can see the strategy behind keeping, riding the wave. Yeah. Riding sure. the wave. Why not? Like, let's just yeah. keep moving and progressing because at the same time, PWHPA, two massive showcases, huge sponsorship, PHF legitimately heading right into their playoffs right after that. Yeah, no, you lots know? of back-to-back. I do want to let everyone know who listened last week to my rant about sweaters, mm-hmm. that the PWHVA did reach out to us and said they are working on making things a lot easier, and you can expect $10 shipping coming up soon to all regions, which is super awesome. I just want to make sure to thank them for... Uh, we shared some stuff on social media and they got back to us, which is what it's all about. So I did pre the $10 shipping, I did order a P- PWHPA hoodie. So I'll be rocking that on an upcoming pod, but super yeah. cool of them to recognize that. And I want to get like a button where we can do like some celebratory horns, like beep, 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 beep. Yeah, we got because some, uh, we don't have horns, but I don't know um, what any of these are. Oh, no. <laughs> crickets. Crickets. Nope. Nope. Hey! <laughs> See, because that's that's exactly what it's about. They listened, and yeah. because it's right, it's it's a from a consumer point of view. They said, "Beauties, we heard you. Yeah, this I is what that. we're doing, a hundred percent." And now, now we will be decked out in PWHPA apparel. Yeah, they're doing they're doing it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, so that was huge. It. Thank you, PWHPA, for reaching out. That's amazing. Agreed. So we will definitely be watching the showcases as well um, for February and March, which is going to be awesome. And then another huge showcase that happens every year is the She Believes Cup. Yeah, coming up this week. This week. That, that seems we talked. I feel like we talked about it forever ago, and yeah. it's already here. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so we've got starting on the 17th. Um, Iceland, New Zealand, Czech, and the U.S. USA, yeah. And then, then they've got – it's kind of interesting. Then they go to the 23rd and they shuffle that. And then they go to – what is it? The 27th, right? Um, The 20th and then the 23rd. Okay, 17, 20, 23rd. Yeah, so – And then they shuffle it around and they just – End up in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of like ending up in Florida, which is cool. Yeah. No, I think I, the only thing that kind of caught my eye is the team selection this year. Like Iceland, New Zealand, and Czech. Yeah, remember we, so we talked about that on a podcast a while ago and you had looked it up. You Googled it. You got on the Google machine. I got machine, on the Google train. And it was something to do with World Cup standings. Right. And so we, again, we've asked ourselves, because also selfishly for us, we would love to see teams like Canada. Yeah, of course. In the She Believes Cup. And you had mentioned Brazil last time we talked too. Mm-hmm. But there was something to do with, and I also, here's my flip side to that, is that USA soccer is the elite. Yeah. I also don't mind them, I'm not going to lie, I've never watched Iceland play. 
No, I I agree. Like and prop them up, but you're saying make it bigger. I know what you're saying. I you knew Invite exactly where I was gonna go because <laughs> yeah. people watch the She Believes Cup yeah. and Canada is the Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Make there a huge game yeah. and then have Iceland, New Zealand, and Czech there to play and make prop it a, a bit, huge yeah. event. Yeah, you I know? I hear you. I feel so that. that and I I'm always about just trying to make it bigger. And so I just think like, yeah. I love the She Believes Cup. I think it stands and represents a huge, um, you know, a huge message that we're trying to get out to. Sure. Like, Absolutely this is all is. about the growth and development of women's soccer. Yeah. And w- in my opinion, I'm like, well, then let's, let's grow it. Let's make it, it bigger. <laughs> let's grow it then. Get get more teams well, that's there. that's a but- fair point though, because I think this is year seven mm-hmm. of the She Believes Cup. Yeah. And... And we're still at four teams. So maybe that isn't a bad message of like, hey, there is room for more of this. So yeah, she believes cup staff. Adding recommendation is make it bigger. Yeah. I'm Let's because I, I like the message. I just love the message well, and the branding a lot of, of good it. Stuff they're, around that. Too, I, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So the biggest thing that came from when I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's the She Believe Cup already. It's crazy. Megan Rapino. Yeah. Alex Morgan yeah. left off the roster for uh, USA. Yeah, see, there's some wild changes. Whoa. Because then, then Jalen Howell got a seat at the table when Lindsay Horn was hurt. Mm-hmm. And then Trinity Rodman, yeah, standby. Some, I know. There are some shakeups going on here. I know. You know, yeah. we saw this. You think back in Canada-USA hockey. You remember that mm-hmm. transition? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is hard. It's hard when you're... Agreed. And especially when they've been foundational pieces who've been building it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to swallow, but we're at that point where we're going to start to see the next gen fill, Kinda, in, fill in spots. Yeah, because uh, Sophia Smith and Ashley Sanchez, they talk about those two as the new up-and-comers coming into the national team. And yeah. it's just... You're right. Like... There is always transition and it's always hard and, you know, but like Alex Morgan signing that huge deal in San San Diego Diego. and now becoming like the franchise player in San Diego, right? Like Megan Rapinoe will always be. Oh, she's going to be legendary forever. Right? As long as she's got that pink hair. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I just think that we need more people like Megan Rapinoe in this world. She stands for everything. That is the best parts of humanity. Yeah. So. Them being left off obviously is a little bit of like a, whoa, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. But on mm-hmm. flip side, like we were just mentioning, that just shows the amount of talent that is coming up in for sure in soccer. So for sure, that's going to be taking place uh, February seventeenth to twenty third, and um, and Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California, and. Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. There you go. Is that where Joanna Gaines is from? <laughs> you got Come the on. Google machine in front of you. <laughs> Look it where's, up. Bud. Where's I don't all know. those HGTV I have a lot of fun shows facts are from. inside of me, but not that one. Don't have the HGTV locations of people. Nope. Waco, Texas. Waco. It's Waco. It's not Frisco. Frisco. It's Waco. Fresca. Fresca. <laughs> Come on. Frisco. Yeah. So yeah, that's. That is going to be the She Believes Cup. I always just thoroughly enjoy. 
For sure, yeah. We'll be watching that one. Yeah. You know what else I watched, which I think is, is the last thing that we can appease uh, your pops on? We watched the Scotties. Oh, yes, of course. Which we forgot to talk about last week because it was, well, it was ending as we were recording. Yeah. Um, for one. Yeah. Um, Carrie Enerson becomes a back-to-back-to-back <laughs> Scotties champion, which uh, I believe puts her in the company of Colleen Jones and Jennifer Jones. Colleen Jones is in uh, in Beijing as the one of the announcers for curling for the Olympics, mm-hmm. and she won. She might even be a four time champ actually, because when I was in high school, which was in the two thousands, I think she won every year I was in high school. Two thousand one, I might be wrong, but two thousand one to two thousand five ish, Colleen Jones won, and then Jen Jones in like about when I was graduating from university, like oh eight to oh ten, oh ten, ten. <laughs> one that is a elite company that's to that's win it pretty incredible times in a row especially when you add the fact that we've been living in a world of pandemic that has shook up their routine of playing and practicing and all of those things um that's a, a huge huge deal so they're going to get to represent canada again on the world stage which is super exciting for them yeah. Heartbreak for for Krista McCarvel's rink. Right. It was on home soil. And put up a hell of a fight. For sure. And it was interesting, you know, um, that Enerson rink was undefeated in in their pool play, I believe. They were 8-0. And then, so they they skip out of, like, that first playoff game. And then they end up in this playoff to go into either the 1-2 page playoff or the 3-4 page playoff. Mm Mm-hmm. They lose to New Brunswick. And then they, so they have to go into the 3 4 page and they win that against Tracy Flurry's rink, right. which then ends up McCarville lost or beats New Brunswick, ends up in a rematch right. against New Brunswick in the semis. I forgot about that. So if they, if you would have won, if you get into the 1 2 page, you get a direct into the finals. If right. you're in the 3 4 page, if you win, you end up in the semis against the loser of the one, two. Yeah. So lost to New Brunswick. Redemption comes back and beats New Brunswick in the semifinals to make it back to the finals against Krista McCarvel's home rink and ends up with the W. So congrats to both teams, um, but congrats to to Carrie Anderson's rink for becoming a three-time back-to-back-to-back Scotty's champion. They were partying in Tampa Bay. Oh, Tampa Bay. Thunder Bay. (laughs) Tampa Bay. I, Tampa Bay sounds so much, much more better. exciting than Thunder Bay. <laughs> so much better than Thunder Bay. No offense to That's Thunder Bay, Bay but <laughs> Tampa does yeah. sound a lot warmer. Yeah, no, for sure. Got a got a very quick phone call from my dad saying, "What you didn't? Yeah, t- you guys are what? Scotty's <laughs> huge." So Jim, Tim, there's your Scotty's beat. Yeah, right on. no, absolutely amazing. So lots coming up. Yeah, lots coming up. Yeah, end of the Olympics. We got a big game there. Like. She believes cup. This is no. There's never a shortage. Oh, never, ever, ever. Yeah. So, uh, my gosh, please, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. You betcha. YouTube, um, Speakpipe. We've had some really cool questions come in from Speakpipe. So, if you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out at Speakpipe.com/slash/beautysports. Yeah, we're we're cooking. We're cruising. Yeah, we are. Um, cool. 
yeah, so thank you everybody for tuning in. And uh, Cowie, final words. Final words. Happy Valentine's Day, bud. Oh, man. Happy and happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day to everybody listening. Uh, like Addie mentioned, make sure to find us wherever you uh, are spending your time on social media. We appreciate those of you who continue to come back every week. And if this is your first episode, thanks for joining us. We hope you'll join us next week, Tuesday. And uh, yeah, ads again. Great week. And I look <laughs> forward to the next one. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week.